welcome to Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Sam. On today's episode, we'll be chatting all about private practice, season three, episodes 20 and 21. Episode 20, Second Choices, was written by Patty Carr and Laura Olson and directed by Jeff Blechner. It aired on April 22nd, 2010. Episode 21, War, was written by Elizabeth J.B. Calvitter and Sone Washington and directed by Eric Stoltz. It aired on April 29th, 2010. Enjoy! Here we are again, almost synced up with the dates. Yes, I know. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. 12, 12 years. Look at that. So we have a bit of listener mail, and I just wanted to share it because it was so sweet. Sarah, Aww. not science, but Sarah, another Sarah, yeah. yes. said to us, Hi, I'm listening to your first Amelia episode, and I'm so pumped. Amelia is my favorite character on Grey's, although I admit a large part of that is because of the character development she goes through on private practice. Y'all mm-hmm. go into so much detail of the, of the episode. I love it. I'm pretty new listener overall, and I'm so excited to keep listening, especially now that Amelia is here. Her friendship with Charlotte is amazing, although I do get why people ship them. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I loved hearing this. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you, Sarah, for writing in. We thank chatted you, a little Sarah. bit also. So sweet. And there was a, um, a dis- discrepancy on the ship name of Charlotte and Cooper. I've always called them Sharper. Oh. But apparently, in legit circles, they're called Sharkoop. Wow, it's giving like charcuterie board. Charcuterie, yeah. Wow, shark hoop. I'm going to have to, like, that one doesn't roll off the tongue as easily for me, but I will get with it if that is what the people are shipping them as. Shark hoop. That's cute, kind of. It is. I still like sharper. (laughs) Sharper. But Sarah agreed with Margot that it was shark hoop. Okay, shark hoop. Okay, all right. I just have to think charcuterie, shark hoop. I I might just say shark hoot. Right. Oh. And then just a tad of housekeeping. So yes. I was driving in on the LA freeway yesterday mm-hmm. and to my left speeds a Porsche, which is not, you know, unrealistic for mm-hmm. the world of Los Angeles. Right. But my sick brain said, wow, is that Derek? Get out. Because of all those scenes in Grey's Anatomy. That oh, my he, God. You, you know, where he would go to 80 miles per hour and move. Yes. Yes. Especially in, you know, Rest of Soul. Well, he wasn't in a, a Porsche in that one. He was in, like, an SUV in the in his final episode. I think it was a Porsche. Oh, was it? It's been a long time. That's also not an episode I watch often. It's been a long time? No, understandably so. Yeah. Very, very downer. Um but yes come on Porsche yes and also it will be a week ago when this is airing yes but Addison is back we don't know what happens yes I'm really afraid that they're gonna kill her I know I said this last time oh I pray not how evil to bring her back I will be unwell I will be unwell I really hope not but I was also over the moon when I saw the other news about the return of Jackson Avery and April Kepner. And I was just 10 times more excited because I, I think at the time that I saw the news, I was on my way to New York already to see him and take me out. And he was absolutely incredible. Jesse Williams is 
amazing, not just amazing to look at, but an incredible actor, which we already knew from Grey's, but to see him on stage live and in color was awesome and the show was incredible but um in a different universe as a different character yeah it was just like it was really cool to see him like hold his own in that way and um of course I like stalked afterwards just to like touch the hem of his garment now he came out and signed (laughs) up (laughs) he came out and signed autographs which I was very surprised about maybe about a half hour or so after the show uh, those who are crazy enough to stick around, um, but was very kind and like, you know, went around and signed everyone. He used my pen for both mine and a couple other people's and was kind enough to remember that it was my pen and handed it back. <laughs> Little did he know the greatness he was interacting with. Oh, please. One day, Jesse, you and me on the stage. <laughs> I guess that just reminded me of other grades returns, but no, they can't kill Addison Sam. Okay, so I thought so last time and obviously they didn't mm-hmm. but then oh my brain is not working um joe mm-hmm. the actress who plays joe put up a story of her in like a robe in a dark room being like first day of shooting the finale i am not well or like i this this is too sad something like that yeah did you see that i think i did see it because i remember being like what's he talking about yeah and i'm like what can they do that is sad yeah Which, there are a lot of things i think it's gonna be an event, a tragedy of some sort that keeps Meredith in um, Seattle, Grace. Thank you. Yes, in in Seattle. Mm. But like, if they kill Addison, like I will be unwell. <sighs> they can't do that. Yeah, we are due for like, cause uh, we are due for like a big tragedy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, because last season the end of the COVID season, like they tried to like make fetch happen with um, the <laughs> Owen. <laughs> <laughs> the Owen <laughs> narrative, the Owen um, and like you know the the literal cliff hanging <laughs> with the car and stuff. But that wasn't even the. I'm I'm not even thinking of that right. I'm thinking of the mid season yeah. finale. How did last season end? Last season ended with the proposal, right? With um, Link proposing to. Amanda. Yeah, that was part of it. Maggie and Winston got married. I think that they were trying not to do anything fictionally traumatic because everything in the real world was traumatic. That makes sense. I was like, yeah, I was like, why didn't we have a huge tragedy? It's because we were living in one. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right, right. Still. So that makes sense. I guess we are due for something. Yikes. I also want to ask, do you think that Jesse Williams return? um, And oh my gosh, shame on me. The incredible actress who plays Sarah. Sarah Drew, do you think the plan along was for them to return after Jesse's contract was over for Take Me Out? Or do you think that it was just like, I want to get back to it? I feel like they wouldn't have made such a big deal about Jackson leaving if it was because a plan. did, yeah. It was a limited engagement to begin with. So it would be another thing if he was like, I'm going to do show stuff now. I'm right. going to, you know, develop a show from reading to Broadway. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a revival right yeah it is Uh yeah from yeah from off broadway back in the 90s yeah so i don't know people think that there's going to be a spin-off of the two of them helping the unhoused population in boston which i think would be really cool a spin-off i'm here for it yeah wow shonda better get to (laughs) get to write it the listeners can't see me but i'm like writing (laughs) air writing (laughs) Lady Featherington style. Yes. 
because I'm sure Shonda Rhimes writes Grey's um, in all of her shows by hand. Yes, by hand, not on a computer. No, no, it's not like it's 2022 <laughs> or anything. <laughs> I want a feather quill and nothing less. Right. <laughs> Old yeah. school. Yep, yep. I've also heard a theory, and we're not a Grey's Anatomy podcast, but I've heard a theory no. that Meredith finds out that Nick is the one who harvested Derek's organs, and she, like, can't live with that, and that's oh. why they break up. I mean, a lot of people want them to break up, so they're just, like, looking for reasons. I know. I don't know why I can't, like, I can't get behind them. I don't know why. It feels a little forced. I can't put my finger on it, but... Yeah. Why do Nick and Meredith seem disjointed I think that part of it was because they were not in the hospital for so long and like their scenes were just the two of them even when they were in Minnesota like it didn't have Dr. Hamilton Sandy Cohen it didn't have yes. Sarah Fightmaster it didn't have Kai it didn't have Amelia yeah uh, it was just the two of them and I know people mm-hmm. thought for a while that he was a figment of her imagination like Demi <laughs> Duquette style that's a shame. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, and I th- I think it's just because they're so separate from the hospital, and now that he's hopefully going to be there and have that scene with Bailey, but even Bailey was not acting in her right mind during that, even though I love that monologue. Right, yeah, that was something, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had just watched the episode where she found them in the car together, her and Meredith and Derek. Oh, yes. I re- oh my gosh, I- iconic. Yes. <laughs> wow. So like, wow, throwback. Right, that was a throwback. I mm-hmm. remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Did you have any more housekeeping? No. Okay. Well, let's just say anything short of them unaliving Addison, love of my life, yes, or spoiling the rest of the series for Melissa. Come on now. I will be fine with. Yes. Because I think I do have some, I have some catching up to do on most recent weeks of Grey's, so. Oh, yeah. You've missed two weeks. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. There were, it was, it's been dark for two weeks. What do they say that? What oh. do they say in film? Not, it's been dark for two weeks. What do they say? Um, yeah, what do they say? What off. do they call the period? Off weeks. Yeah. I just am so used to ce- the celebrities tweeting and be like, we're not back until, <laughs> but yeah, I like never, never knew said. what they call it. So Kevin McKidd put out a whole uh, like graphic on it. I sent it to my friend Holly, who I watch with. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, we need it. I know. <laughs> Can't keep up. Three right, it's a lot. Hiatus. Two week yeah, hiatus. That's a long time. Anyway, our patient breakdown for scene three, episode <laughs> twenty. All this time later, yes. we're going to do first notes and miscellaneous per usual, mm-hmm. and then we have Kelly and Oliver who both have pica. Oliver is the son. Kelly is the mother. We have Carl with a heart blockage. Lucia is pregnant, and Carl and mm-hmm. Lucia are together. I don't know if they're fiancés or married. I think they're fiancés. I think they're Okay, fiancés. yeah. Um, and Violet is back. She's back. Against Violet. Let's scroll down to these first notes. Yes. What is your first note? My first note is not asking Pete about Addison while she's standing there. (laughs) This was Sam. That whole time. I felt like she was watching. Like, I felt like Addison was watching them interact. Yeah. Behind a screen. It was very odd. I was like, wow, Sam, we're really going there. Really, really being bold. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I've missed her presence on our screen and I'm happy to have Amy Brennan back. 
Yes, I miss her too. She's definitely like a a piece of the puzzle that like, not that you don't appreciate her when she's there, but I think her absence made you, like you said, miss her presence, made you realize how much she is a part of the show. Yeah. So, yeah. I also noticed that nobody here has a last name. Interesting. None of these patients have a last name. Usually they do. Oh, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I've started to like, com- <laughs> to make it easier for my brain to combine them in my notes. Like if it's like a couple, yes. or if it's like a husband and a wife or a mom and a child. Um, but yeah, that's so interesting. I, yeah, I thought for a second, I was like, are these all minor characters? Because it'll be like, Melissa Clark, ABC, mm-hmm. Samantha Harris, ABC, <laughs> John, right severed something it'll just be yeah something not small severed something is not mm-hmm. small but yeah. um, <laughs> you know not a main character exactly yeah i know what you're saying yeah uh, oh. and my next note is just poor addison that her she has to deal with this but she knew she, she knew that this was coming sooner or later so like i feel bad for her but not that bad for her. yeah i know i said similarly i said this is awk for addison but um, yeah, I was like, because she has been doing the maternal work and I guess yeah. from her perspective, Violet is just kind of like swinging in, but then it's like, also like, it is her child. Her child. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Charlotte's hair looks really good. I know we talk about hair a lot. Yes. No, I've been like really digging Charlotte's style this season, I have mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. There's like a lot of pieces and that I've been noticing. Yeah, she had on, like, a super, super high-waisted pencil skirt with a Mm -hmm. blouse. I really appreciated that as well. Yes. She stayed dressed, yeah. Always, always. Yeah. She has these fresh, cool, like, summer highlights. I really like that. Here for it. I feel like she's, like, the one person who, like, in the office that, like, doesn't – I feel like they all dress very well. But, like, I feel like – have we seen Charlotte, like, not – put together I feel like maybe like one episode where she was like down and out but like we haven't seen her like there's never been a Charlotte scene when she's like just in sweatpants hair tied chilling with no makeup on shout out to Drake (laughs) we haven't yet yeah I just noticed that she's just always very very pulled yeah the major reasons that I love Charlotte come next season oh oh Stay tuned. Yeah, and you don't be excited. It's mostly bad things. Oh no! Oh no! Oh my gosh! <laughs> or is it? Did I? Just... Or is it? I'm kind of excited. I'd be excited to see Charlotte like a little, see her a little rougher around the edges. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's like, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think a lot of it comes with her like Southern Belle upbringing. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like having to always like be on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow any more first notes no that's it okay oh dear listeners I didn't say but Melissa and I decided to do two episodes in one episode this time because we don't have a lot of notes and also we were behind a week so to keep on schedule and to finish this before we Mm -hmm. have grandchildren I figured that uh, (laughs) (laughs) makes the most sense we could could go for a, a longer episode this week yes Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so on to Kelly and Oliver who have Pika. Yes. yes. 
Oliver, when he comes in with that hockey helmet, he looks like a serial killer. But I don't know which one because I don't watch them, but I've seen it in like the thingies. But I put dot 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 Melissa will know. So what serial oh, killer is that? You'd think I would because I have the, you know, when you have a picture, like you have a vision of it. But yeah. the, of course, the name is escaping me. Freddie? And it's a, a hockey helmet, you said? It's like a white helmet with like, it's not it's mesh. Everything like, is not to google it i'm about to literally google like serial killer with hockey helmet because <laughs> i know there is hockey mask perhaps who is it let's see jason jason did i say freddie what does freddie look like freddie cougar i think he's the one with the the striped sweater i think that one is freddie freddie cougar has like the green and the what is that song the best time to wear a striped sweater what is that from <laughs> wait that was it's giving me kermit I, it might be kermit is it kermit? Kermit, kermit the frog the best See, of, of course i i can spot the muppets but not the serial killers guys so. can't we all can't we all it's that long-term memory versus yeah right right um, yeah so yeah That's i'm so glad funny. you're my you're my like source of knowledge for all things girl i got you please (laughs) (laughs) of what i can remember film music (laughs) you're like an encyclopedia of goodness oh thank you that's a huge compliment (laughs) (laughs) oh i i also have a note oh what's your first note for kelly and oliver i think i was jumping ahead and getting excited this is i'm sure at the peak of everything but i literally have (laughs) one note (laughs) with kelly and Who's Kelly? Who's Scott, child? Scott's probably the dad. I don't have the dad. I said, not she lied is what is what I have underneath. (laughs) Eating the toilet paper. Getting to the nitty gritty. Yes, exactly. It's just like, no. Because I believe, um, jog my memory, Sam, it was that there there was a history. There was a, is there a familiar? Yes, that's what the issue was. Family history that they weren't told about. And I just don't like that they were, okay. And I'm just like, why wouldn't you, I mean, I guess embarrassment, like a lot of things, but I guess my thing is like, why wouldn't you just like br- give that information up front yeah. and it would save so much trouble and time, you know? You'd think. Yeah. You would think. Crazy. I was really impressed with Cooper as a pediatrician in this episode, yeah. especially at the top mm-hmm. when uh, I have a couple quotes, like when other kids do this um, and mm-hmm. then he goes, and it makes you really special. That's just like such an incredible way to go about asking all over these questions. And yeah, because especially for something so stigmatized, whether he knows it or not, and the mom mm-hmm. does, and that's why she doesn't say her history. Right. Um, right. I just feel like it's, it's just wonderful how he goes about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're Cooper. Um, I guess where someone could say like lacks in in one area, mostly like relationships uh, as of late, I will say like with the the whole Charlotte saga, um, he makes up for in his profession. Like he's like, there's no arguing that he's like an excellent pediatrician and not just like, you know, by medical standards, but like he just has such a heart for kids. Like in the next episode when he's testifying and he they bring up how he spent a night in jail defending mm-hmm. a child who he thought was being abused, Evan. He was like, I'm proud. Exactly. He turned to the judge. He was like, I'm proud of that. And I was like, yes. I was too. I was like, that's like nothing to be ashamed of. If no. anything, you're just like adding to his credibility. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well. I didn't appreciate though the silly like the silly story music that like the dum, 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 
that got put in <laughs> yes. when Oliver's with Sheldon and Oliver starts eating the potpourri. Right, because it's serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's part like that part is supposed to be funny, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But there, mm-hmm. every time you see a story like this, and how many seasons of Grey's Anatomy have I watched cumulatively? The limit does not exist. Oh no! But all of these things are being shown because they've happened to people, and like, right? I just feel like you have to have a measure of empathy and. Mm-hmm not treated as a punchline but I'm gonna tell you what I didn't like even more than that silly story music was seeing him Mm -hmm. spit it out into Sheldon's hand oh my goodness and of course what's going through my brain is that he actually had to do that you know what I mean I was just like oh whose idea was that and the fact that uh, you're so good at the Sam I'm the one thing I'm horrible at is name remembering um but the actor that plays Sheldon Brian Ben Ben usually when stuff like that happens, like it's the actor that's like, yeah, do it. Go ahead. Spit in my hand. And it's just like, to think that, that he was willing, let alone that it might've been his idea. I'm just like, Oh goodness. I know, Maybe I it, it cut to his, his face. And my face was like, what? <laughs> and knowing that he was fine with it. I was like, Oh my Lord. I feel like maybe because of the COVID era, like we're hyper aware of like, of like hyper Jeremy. Yes. But, um, Ooh, I know. Wow. They, they went there. <laughs> oh, they sure did. They sure did. Oh. And my last note for them is that mm-hmm. I'm really glad that we're learning about Cooper's brother that he never knew. Cause I think that's really important for understanding his, his life and his character development and his journey mm-hmm. as a human being. Absolutely but it's weird that he's telling it to a 10 year old and like, that's how we're learning about it. Right. Exactly. It's like almost as if can, can the 10 year old appreciate this backstory? No, I don't even, I think he was talking about like hating his mom and like, Uh I was like, don't be like me. Don't continue to hate her. And I was like, yeah. Well, okay. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's like, I kind of gotten this information another way, but yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. On to Carl and Lucia. Carl has hard blockage and Lucia is pregnant. Yes. When Lucia pulls Addison aside and is like, Mm -hmm. you need to come up with a way for him to stay with me. Can you imagine asking your doctor to make something up? And like the pressure. She's a cardiologist. Yeah, exactly. I I commend. so many doctors from the, the the approaches from patients that they probably get and just the amount of pressure I guess you just learn how to like deal with it and how to get the proper answer over time yeah it's yeah. like when they ask you like questions that like of course from the perspective of the patient seems so dire but being like are they gonna live are you gonna save them it's just like I'm going to try but like do you want me to lie to you right now and say yeah like yeah it's right like, Dr. Yeah. Bailey taught me we don't make promises <laughs> come on that's exactly who I thought of too mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah. I really didn't have that much about Carl and Lucia. But Me either. Lucia? I think it's Lucia. It's I Lucia. actually don't no. think we say their names very often. No. As I told you, it's like, that's always like, what do you call it? Of course, the term is escaping me. Kind of like an Easter egg hunt when uh-huh. I'm trying to scavenger hunt. <laughs> when I'm trying to like get the characters of uh, the the guest stars in particular trying to get their names I'm just like I have to like really keep an ear out for it because I feel like they go through so quickly and I have right. to be like wait what's what's their name 
I know. I that's why I have to make the thing before I go so I see their faces. You're smart. I also for the life of me could not spell potpourri when I was in my potpourri. Notes. I tried like ten times. I'm just now fine with it having a little squiggly line underneath. I would fail the spelling bee yes. competition if I were asked because I don't yeah, nope. Yeah. And I only have Carl down. Like, I didn't even, like, put Lucia <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. But I have not a heart problem. And then followed by not thinking something's wrong. Man, those are the cases that always get me. And I was living for the work-life balance that she was speaking into existence when she goes, Yes. The army can replace you. I can't. She said prioritize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Work-life balance. We love that. Okay. Look. Striving constantly. Mm-hmm. Anything else for our patients this episode before we get to Violet? No, that's all I got. What's your first Violet note? Violet. I said, come on, breakthrough. <laughs> I mean, it's very clear that she has come and returned a change woman. Um but yeah, I was, you know, I felt like, I felt like from the jump, you could see that like there was a chain in her, but I, as we know, it's going to take some proving <laughs> to, to the others, but that's my first note for her. My first note is a quote. I have a couple quotes in this. Mm-hmm. Violet says um, to Addison, I expected a lot of things when I came home, but my son loving you was not one of them. And I said, Yikes. okay, but like, why not? I would have expected that. She and Pete together, maybe not. Right. But her helping out and being a good, like, mother figure, aunt figure, sitter even, I would absolutely expect. Yeah. Like, girl, you've been away, too. So it's like, lest we not forget. Yeah. (laughs) That that time has passed. Yeah. I mean, him loving Charlotte? Probably not. Right. A little of reach. (laughs) But anyone else in the practice... Or anyone else we've met besides maybe, like, Fife or William, which Mm -hmm. Violet doesn't even know. And, like, why would Pete even be with them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. And then when they have their little (laughs) heart-to-heart, she says, I want to hate you so bad. And they were giggling. It was such a cute moment. I did love that moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it made sense. And then for Addison to say back to her, which I thought was like very interesting for her to say that I wish I could hate you too. I I was like, oh, that's like a perspective I didn't see coming. But it's like, yeah, it's the, it's the woman who's the mother of the child of the person that you're dating. So it's just like, yeah, I can see how that feeling can be reciprocal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. When she was like, not can I have him? (laughs) I was like, girl, I mean, and, and again, like I have to, there's several times, especially throughout this episode of Violet returning that I had to remind myself that like this is her child but like I think knowing how she's been knowing that she's been gone for a while for her just being like that was just so funny to me I don't know why but I was like they're playing this dynamic very well the whole the awkward try parenting yeah I also it's because I've been watching so much SVU Mm -hmm. but I just picture like the whole time either Addison or Violet behind that like like the one-way mirror or two-way Ooh. mirror mm-hmm. so they're watching it but not really watching it and they don't know Ooh. that they're there Ooh, it's just there's one of them is so separated from it yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's true 
at the end of the scene with Addison and Violet, uh, Addison goes, he'll pick you. And um, then she said, it wasn't talking about Lucas. Mm. Wow. A little foreshadowing. Yeah, what do you think about that? Girl. I know we're not musing yet, but. I know, we aren't. Um, Man. It's like, it's so crazy because especially like knowing that like, I feel like Addison and Pete this time around, right? <laughs> started It started off very casual. And so it, it was giving like, we're going to keep this like very light. And then it's like, and Addison like, you know, started to fall in love with Lucas. And um, so I'd like to see where they are now. Now it went from something that was like supposed to be like cool and casual to like, this is going to hurt if it doesn't work out in so Addison's bad. favor. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard, especially when, like, from her perspective, after she's invested so much, not only in her and Pete's relationship, but in Lucas. Um, So to know that someone could kind of, you know, waltz in, again, from her perspective, Violet, and be like, okay, I want my baby and my man back. Yeah, (laughs) thanks for holding down the fort. Right, like, babysitting for me. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. $20 in a pizza. See you later. Yeah, exactly. So I feel for Addison. I, I really do. Yeah. But do you see Pete wanting to be with Violet again? No, not now. Not now. Um, but I, I will say, and like, maybe it's like the, the actor in us, but um, that, that level of like what seemingly is disdain that yes. he seems to have for Violet I feel like underneath all of that layer, you know, it's because like, it's the mother of his child. Like, I think that he does love her. um, And I think that he's been hurt by her so much, especially like when, you know, she first had Lucas and he was, you know, constantly trying to get her to, to be a better mother um, that I think, you know, he has a lot of built up resentment and that's what we're like really seeing, like let rip upon her return. (laughs) So. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. My last note for Violet coming back. Do you have a lot? Let me see. No, I really actually don't. I they're they're more miscellaneous. I, I should have a lot say. Of miscellaneous yeah. Too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my last note for Violet is: Do you think slash like this is a question to the abyss? Mm-hmm. Is Pete surprised that she wants partial custody, or that it's happening so soon? Hmm. I guess the easy answer would be both, but I yeah. would think it's more so the the latter, you know, that's the fact that yeah. it's like, girl, you just got back. Like, hold on. Like, and like, I feel like that's like very reasonable on his part. Like I would be shocked too. It's just like, first of all, he don't even know who you are. <laughs> you yeah, know? She hasn't I mean, even like, unpacked yet. Right. Go grocery so, shopping before you ask for your son back. Yes. So I feel like it's the, you know, the suddenness if that's even a word of of everything and of course you know for the purposes of tv everything is like you know the urgency of course she wants her son as soon as she comes back but uh of course but yeah it's just the way that he the way that he looked at her when she asked that question you would think that she was like i have discovered dinosaurs they're still alive and now they're right now in my living room right or in the basement that we discovered in like the beginning of season three yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and it's, it's like it was like yeah. she asked for something so 
out of left field out of this world which is like and not to like jump ahead but it's just like when I look at it and like we when we see how Violet is judged so harshly for um for the things that happened to her that to be honest if we look into it like you know weren't her fault no and like the choices that she made subsequently subsequently that's a word I tried to like make a new word I think they both are subsequently and sequentially would both be sequentially yeah both of those apply yeah because of that like but they act like she's not allowed to just like change her mind you know what I mean like it's like she like I feel it's like wow like why not if like given the right circumstances it's like you know she has a right to want her son back you know and everyone has like a right to have the reservations but it's just like yeah, I mean, like, surely she would want the little human that she gave life to. Yeah. <laughs> after, you know, you know, after she's had the time to, as we later hear her say, heal. So, but, yeah. Yeah, and it's not even like, I mean, she has every right to be feeling the way that she is feeling. hmm So, yeah. 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 That's probably, yeah. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like part of that had to do with like Pete's ego getting hurt a little bit too. Like oh, maybe yeah. he just feels like I'm the one that's been here this whole time. Like more of like a, how dare you, you know, ask for him <laughs> now. Yeah. yeah. I could, I felt like the next thing out of his mouth would be like, how many diapers have you changed? Right. Oh, I'm sure that argument. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. the argument that he would like on the surface that he would win. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But, if that was yeah. the measure of it. Right, exactly. At the end of the day, but it's just like Pete, did you carry him for nine months? Yeah, was he traumatically cut from your body? That I wasn't gonna say it. I'm glad you did. <laughs> Literally, like that in and of itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. They did, yeah. And I will say, like, they. I just think that they covered this so well, like the intricacies of this conflict. You know. Shout out to Shondaland. <laughs> Consistent with the wonderful storylines. Always, always. Some miscellaneous? Yes. Cool. Let's hear what you have, unless you'd like me to. Let's see. I'll have the one that I had under Violet. I don't know why. It should have been under miscellaneous. <laughs> I said, why does Lucas look like Cooper? He's a cutest <laughs> little baby boy. And I can see I'll that. See, like, I see the Cooper in his shape. face and like the yeah. rosy cheeks, the face shape, the nose. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Maybe it's me like Loki. I mean, I think I've expressed it a time or two. Loki, my, um, at the core, I think my want of Violet and Cooper, though I like Stan, Charlotte and Cooper in the midst of their mess. I think deep down inside, I want Cooper and Violet to be together, but I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> I love that musing. Yeah, that's yeah, an I early love that muse. musing for you. But let me scroll down to see if I had any actual miscellaneous. Of course, I don't. I know I have some for the upcoming, but yeah. but that's probably as miscellaneous as it gets. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, when oh Amelia is talking to Sam, and Sam is like, "Just go ask your brother for a job." Like nepotism mm-hmm. gets us jobs everywhere. Like that's how this world lives right Amelia's worried that Derek is gonna say I told you so you screwed up again but she didn't screw up she saved Kayla Lindy's life in a way that somebody else wasn't willing to do and if they're implying that he'll have a reaction to her 
because she was in a relationship with her teacher. Mm-hmm. All the more reason for us to have found that out at the time and not have just been introduced to that information 12 years later. Exactly. Because she did nothing wrong. I mean, maybe she was like a little insubordinate. Sure. But it's sure. not like we're in the army. Mm-mm. Come on. Yeah. Being a little too strict. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we know that they have a really tenuous, is it tenuous relationship? Yeah, it's just strenuous. Strenuous, yeah. Words are hard, guys. They really are. They really are. And it is very late where Melissa is right now. It is. It is, granted. Yes, please chalk all of my (laughs) word searching up to Sharper, Sharkoop, Shooper, whatever you call them. My heart went pitter-patter when Coop was saying nice things to her. I know, finally. Yeah, I really, I want, I want her to have good things from now on. And I hope that he continues to do better for her now. But at the same time, like, what a low bar to have my heart go pitter-patter in that way just because he was not mean. I think because it's been that bad, right? That we're like, we'll take any breadcrumb of kindness. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I also, the question was answered in the next episode, but at this mm-hmm. time I was confused if Amelia was staying with Addison or Sam. And I was like, it has to be Addison, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's what and I She was think. having dinner with Sam. Mm-hmm. And I know that they live next door to each other, but it's not a duplex. <laughs> right. Unless she just like went, <laughs> went across like the beach <laughs> and yeah. over to say like through Sam's gate. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. The fact that she would be with Sam like that. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah. it's weird because they have such like a brother sister relationship, but then mm-hmm. he's, she keeps saying like, Oh, you're hot when you're mad. And I, I just, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it is uncomfortable. Amelia being Amelia. And I completely forgot to, I meant to text you Sam because it's like my mom likes to watch the start TV channel um pretty often. And when they, show um a lot of like old um murder mystery shows on that's like very like uh, how do you know how to explain it like a, a law and order like kind of like you know svu-ish kind of shows uh-huh. but, but ones from like the early to mid 2000s i'd say um and i completely forgot and i know we've read it before um maybe during like the guest star spotlight but uh that the actress that plays amelia I know you know her name because, of course, it always escapes me. Katerina Scorsone. Katerina. That she was, like, the star of Missing for, like, a while. And she, like, has such a baby face. And I was just like, is that Amelia? And I just, like, and for, like, the past two nights in a row, like, my my mom has, like, been watching it. And I'm just like, I cannot even believe that, like, she was that, like, you know, rosy-cheeked and, like, still very much looks like, because she still, to me, looks, like, very young. But I was yeah. just like, wow, she's really been like doing it forever. <laughs> oh, and Justina Machado is on it as well. She shows up in Private Practice in just a few seasons. She oh, does. really? Okay. Yeah, wow. I won't tell you who. Okay. Keep it a secret. Yeah, it looks like yeah. that show is available on Pluto TV, Tubi, okay. and Vudu. Gotcha. That makes sense. It's a like a random channel that I get on my cable here in yeah. Pittsburgh. But, <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, wow. Oh, all these metaphors about Sam being cake makes me think of that trend a while ago where things seem like they're real things, but they're cake. And it's making me think of a cake shaped like Sam, like Madame Tussauds style. And it's making me really uncomfortable. And I just didn't like it. It also made me really hungry. So then I got out the chocolate covered pretzels and had a great time oh that sounds like a delicious snack right now that is so funny imperfect foods 
sponsor us in Perfect Foods. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Wow, that's so funny. The what? A, first of all, what a time, what a trend. There's a couple I follow on Instagram, um, and she like she still does that. She still will bring her her husband. Like, what did she bring him the other day? It, she she brought him. Um, they were supposed to be cake pops, but really it was like Brussels sprouts. I was like, oh Eagle. god, and she'll like be so like. Mad. So mad. I can't think of it. And this is coming from someone who loves like Brussels sprouts, like when they're roasted, right? Yeah, like roast them in some burnt. balsamic and call it. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Yes. But even so, I was like, oh, that's dirty. She'll be like, here, babe, here's a new pair of Nikes and it'll be cake. And I'm like, oh, God. But it's it's like it never gets old. <laughs> Sam, Sam being good cake, not Brussels sprouts, cake. Yes. Right. Yes. Tay Diggs is cake. Not, yes. not hard to, to imagine, but yeah. 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 Um, Pete was, oh, 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 God, when they kissed on the balcony or on the deck. Oh, how about it? Pete was being so mean to Addison, and I get it, but I also wouldn't say that Addison is a mess. Like, she's not really going through a whole lot at the moment. It's not like Izzy and and the captain have been gone for a while. Yes, Amelia is there, but like, She's been Addison's like, yeah, she might be in the middle of mess, but like, I'd have to say that she's kept it pretty cute for a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then we have to add another check mark to our Addison is a cheater tally. I know. I know. Yeah. Both of our faces are so sad, dear listeners. But what I appreciate about Addison, again, I'm low key like jumping ahead. Yeah, but is that she's very self-aware mm-hmm. you know what I mean as we'll, we'll see in the next episode that like when she's on the stand she like lists off everything that you know the, the prosecution or the defense mock trial Melissa brain trying to put on I think um, it would the, be the defense because the technically defense? the one who I think it's different and yeah but um complainant and yeah, mock trial. Right, I'm really one. reaching into my high school brain right now. But well, the cross examiner, yes, <laughs> who was excellent, by the way, um, a, a close contender for my uh, guest star spotlight. But um, she, uh, yeah, she, everything that they were trying to attack her for, like she was already just like, look, I know I'm this, that, and the uh-huh. other, but even so, so that's what I always like appreciate about Addison is that like she knows. <laughs> She's so yeah, she's very self aware and she's working yeah. on herself. She's really trying. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I miswrote. Um, I said I'm not happy that Sam is being mean to Addison, but I meant mm. Amelia. I'm not happy that Sam oh, is no. being mean to Amelia. I know, I didn't like that either. And that's when I was like, Oh, y'all must actually be like pretty close, like you yeah. said, brother and sisterly to like talk to each other that way. Cause I was like, Don't talk to her like that. <laughs> but even even so, like my good friends from college and high school, I didn't, I mean, I knew their younger siblings, but it's not like mm-hmm. I would ever speak to them in that way, let alone like be alone with them at any time. Exactly. So, yeah. It was a bit of a reach that scene. <laughs> yeah. And like the whole situation of it all, like if we're getting down to it for real. Mm-hmm. And another question that I had, did, Okay. We know that Derek and Addison went to med school with Sam and Naomi. Okay. 
Was Mark Sloan there as well? I think he was. Because you remember that episode? Was it like an early episode of Private Practice where like they were all kind of like together talking about the olden days yeah, and like Mark baby was included Sloan, in that. When baby Sloan had the baby problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Mark was with them as if like he was there yeah. back in the day with them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Dear listeners, please fill us in. Thank you. Right. We're not experts here. We're just. Yes, so I apologize. <laughs> we're not experts. We're just happy people. Speaking of happy people, the song in the background of that last scene with Amelia and Sam when they're sitting by the beach mm-hmm. in a situation very similar to, this is a spoiler alert for season 17 of Grey's Anatomy, to mm-hmm. when Bailey and Richard and Meredith are sitting on the log with George. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. It's the same song? Not the same song. I mean, them sitting on the on the log together on the beach. Oh, 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 oh yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I don't often find wood on the beach. If I do, it's like giant driftwood, and I'm not one to sit on it. <laughs> Both of those things. Yeah, to be honest, like, yeah, not, I'm just going to say raw wood as if that's like a thing, but you know, like, <laughs> just like kind of out yes no pun intended listeners but just like yeah just kind of like out on the beach like you know the boardwalk is the closest to any you know so that's so weird yeah yeah there's a song playing and the lyrics are like when the sun shines it's all about sun shining and it's showing me that amelia is like the sunshine of this episode everything else has been so you know scattered and yeah something but you know, she Come on, on song screen. interpretation. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and she shows us just like good things. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would say that Amelia has been like an addition of light, I think, to the to the show, to the cast. Yeah. Cause she's so playful. And like, you know, she is like younger than them by mm-hmm. I was gonna like not like significantly, but you know, she's younger. So yeah, I do think you that makes have sense. any more miscellaneous notes? I had a note about Sheldon and salt and vinegar chips. Oh yeah, I said salt and vinegar chip lovers unite. Um, yes, and oh, I'm yeah. trying to think of. I love them too, and we were talking about that on yes. Twitter during the like girl. That's early been a that and goldfish have been my my pandemic snacks that have really. Got me in a chokehold to this day. I but um myself. <laughs> Extra toasty yeah. cheeses. Oh, cheese. I used to love cheeses. I like I I go in waves with my like snack obsessions. They used to be like in college. My friends the other day just reminded me like that they think of me still to this day, the harvest snaps. And I do love them like every once in a while oh, yeah. still. I was obsessed. I was like, this is like my healthy alternate. Yeah, you you snapped about that a lot. A lot. See, my Snapchat, <laughs> real Snapchat follower. Girl, yeah, I was obsessed with those. And then, like, I then I overdo it with the snack to the point that I'm like, I don't want it anymore. So that's I right. like, I'll have them sparingly now. But <laughs> that's that's where I am right now with the Trader Joe's corn chips. They're like Fritos, but Trader Joe's. Ooh, um, that's that where I am right good. now. I think I've just a bit overdone it with those. Okay. Okay. I get it. I haven't reached that point with goldfish yet, surprisingly. I just constantly have a craving for those. But <laughs> yeah, good old Sheldon. Yes. 
Um, I don't know if I compare that to eating a pillow, but like, I get where he was coming from. Right, right. Yeah, a reach. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we don't have, we're not going to have you muse until we're all done. Okay. But I do have a Sam style because originally we were going to do these as two separate episodes. So yes. my Sam style is Violet's outfit when Lucas is at work with her. There's just really great pattern mixing and it's done very mm. Violet-y. Ooh. And well, I'm not going to say like badly because I know sometimes we really harp on Violet's costuming. And not that it's bad. It's just very yeah. Violet. And it's great in the character, right. you know, dressing the character as what the job is yes but I'm really a fan of that green sweater that she has on it's like not quite Kelly green not quite hunter green it's like uh-huh. it's like the green of mustard yellow does that make like any sense say, I know what you're talking about yeah it's actually I've been like very into green recently so I'm I try to be like so specific in my like a sage green would you say or not quite sage a little yellowy a little yellow. darker because I think this is like sage green yeah, yeah. Dear listeners, right. I know yes. my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> like no, this, but a couple shades darker. Got you. Okay. Gotcha. And it had this really cool black pattern on it, and it was peplumy in the back. Mm. I really liked it. Yes, Violet. Yes. Coming back with style. Mm-hmm. She, um, I talk about this in, in 321, but she dressed mm-hmm. so differently in New York. Uh, oh that she had on like a tan it wasn't a suit but it was uh-huh. like a tan jacket shawl and this giant belt and tan like flare pants maybe oh and this is this is when and the next episode when she's with tracy ellis ross very pregnant gotcha oh gotcha yes and i, I feel like overall her style and like i don't know if that's because she was trying to like step it up for court but it was yeah. just like it was giving very like sex in the city I feel like yeah. it was just like she really went out and bought some like new staple items mm-hmm. like specifically I'm thinking of like it was like her last few scenes and the last day of court that caller I hope I'm not taking shine away from no you're not your I don't think I chose that okay I was just like so taken I was just like wow it's like I actually like really like this like sheer bold collar that she was wearing and she had something else like kind of on top of it and I was like very much so a fan of her makeup. I think it was in her sessions with Tracy Ellis mm-hmm. Ross's character and like her eyeshadow. I was just like, she was like already giving us like cut crease yeah. in like <laughs> mid 2000s. Yeah. Time. Violet really doing it. Mm-hmm. Stepping it up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is not mine for next episode, but I almost did pick that like Elizabethan collar shirt. Yeah, yeah, Elizabethan. See, mm-hmm. that's why Sam does the Sam style because she knows the proper terms. I'm like that bold collar, sheer. <laughs> I've been listening to history podcasts all day. Okay. Shall we move on to trivia? Let's look. Okay. This episode, 320, still on 320. Yes. Scored 7.49 million viewers. Whew. Okay. This episode aired in a special time slot at 9 p.m. The rest of this season oh. aired at 10 p.m. I wonder oh. why. Yeah, interesting. I thought, oh, that makes sense, because Grey's would have come, come on at 8. Yeah. Okay. Was there a time when Grace? that was like early, early, early days early. when Grace came maybe? on at 8. So, um, okay, that makes sense. Because Scandal, 
what was the order? It used to be like Grace Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, Grace Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. Or was it Scandal Grace, How to Get Away with Murder? That's what I'm saying. I was like, I felt like there was a time where they switched. Uh Girl. The saga. (laughs) Being a longtime fan. Yeah. Now we have another, this person was this, on Grey's Anatomy. So Perry Reeves, who plays Kelly, who is Oliver's mom, also Mm -hmm. plays Margaret in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. So that is in early seasons. I believe George was her doctor. She kept breaking all these bones, and it turns out that she had a parathyroid tumor. Oh, oh, really early, George. Okay. Camille Chen, who plays Lucia, who's our pregnant partner of the guy who she wants to make not go in the army anymore. Mm-hmm. went on to play Carrie Schultz in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. And that wow. is the, the girl who's playing flag football and then was struck by lightning. Yes, I yeah. do remember that episode. Wow. And she was also in Station 19. This is our second Triple Crown, we're calling it, that we have had. Wow. Yes, Triple Crown. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Wow. Ken Weiler, who plays Scott, who's the stepfather, went on to play Rob in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. That is Meredith's first aneurysm clip in brain surgery. Oh, uh, impressive. Historical. Wow. What's really impressive, I don't want to say it's impressive, it's kind of, scary is not the right word, weird is not the right word, troubling, Mm -hmm. I'd say. What's really Mm -hmm. troubling is that what I do is I search the actor's name in Grey's Wiki and then Mm -hmm. click Grey's Anatomy. I see one single screenshot of the character and I know (laughs) well that's how you know you're a true fan that you can spot them quick you know I think it just proves that I'm unwell in the head (laughs) no uh, not at all (laughs) I mean minimally (laughs) (laughs) you're like very 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 slight (laughs) yeah I love it (laughs) I have a rating and MVP do you have a rating and MVP let me see. I feel like I ha- I definitely have them for the next episode. I don't, but it looks like I not me so excited about episode twenty one that I have I it so, up already. Let me see. I do not. I do not have a rating in MVP for that's twenty. Fine. I'll just share mine because the way yes, that your ratings are wild. Please do. So my rating is a storm out of nowhere. But then I was like, oh. I feel like we've used that. So then I thought. Those sprinklers that are in concrete, like around children's museums, where it just like spurts up out of nowhere with no warning, and sometimes they're accompanied by music or lights. Yes, reminded me of that because no one expected, no one expected Violet to be back. No one expected to find the mom eating toilet paper in the bathroom. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. And That's a good one. Very thank specific. You. I'm, I'm proud of these two for, for no. my ratings. That was good. And my MVP yes. is Amelia for being that audience commentary and helping out when she's around. Yes. Doing well in the surgery and not having that mm-hmm. ego that they were talking about before. And in her first patient exam that we mm-hmm. really see on a conscious patient and asking those yes. questions. I can also definitely see how she's grown in the last 12 years. Um, yeah. But also she would have grown, you know, because these aren't real people and these are just characters on TV shows. <laughs> yes. They tell me. <laughs> so they say. So they say. She would have grown in her comfortability with patients in that time as well. But yeah, 
That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like them both. Thank you. Amelia Stan. Always, <laughs> always and forever. Shall we move on to season three, episode 21? Yeah. Season three, episode 21. Mm-hmm. Our only patient is Violent Turner, who has post traumatic stress disorder. Whew. This was quite the episode, I must say. It is. It is. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. What's your first note? My first thought. What did I have? I said, time to fight for Lucas. <laughs> I'm looking at this as if I didn't just take notes yesterday. I'm just like, <laughs> I said, oh, time to fight. I have a list, of course. Just, it's like, what do you call it? Free writing, free thought. Yeah. <laughs> I said, time to fight for Lucas. And then I said, Tracy Ellis Ross. That's what I said, Exclamation too. point, exclamation point. <laughs> I was very thrilled. I just did all caps. Yes, all caps. <laughs> I just put a bunch. I don't know why I didn't put them in all caps, and I just have a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> and then I said, "Come on, tissue transition." I love a good transition in a shit <laughs> TV. And then I just have in quotes, "Honest or nice?" I was like, "That was a very good introducing that theme." Yeah. And then I said, "Yikes, Addison," which. That could have been about anything in the entire <laughs> literally anything. <laughs> but those are my first thoughts. <laughs> yeah. My first note is that this so we get like a quarter of a second of a look at the skyline in New York, so we know she's there. Yes. And it's yes. Central Park South, which looks so different now because of all wow. of the new development. I yeah. almost didn't recognize it. See, I and I didn't. That goes to show Sam, true, true New Yorker, true former New Yorker. I can see. <laughs> She's now an LA girl. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't even. That's why when you were like earlier when you mentioned it, you were just like in New York with Tracy, and I was just like New York, and I was just like, oh, that's where they were. <laughs> they did only show us that one screen cap. Okay, so it's not like you missed. Gotcha. I was like, how did I not realize that she was in New York? <laughs> and then she said to Cooper or Pete. Now mm-hmm. I'm in the place where I can't tell them apart in my back brain because they were like Look. so similar but yeah. so different. Right, um, exactly. He was like, New York, when were you in New York? See, context clues. Yeah. Uh, this is an episode that I skipped during my rewatch. I was telling Melissa, I just, uh, yeah. I don't like watching this type of conflict with characters I love. It was very heavy, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I usually skip it. So a lot of it was like, kind of new to me and I had like the jaw-dropping mm-hmm. moments that I feel like yeah you had watching it for the first time which made me Girl, feel good Fresh. I did <laughs> yeah moving on to the trial the yes. first one we see is Dell and first I was like yay Dell hello yeah <laughs> miss yeah. me he's not there I know I know but then how is Dell and Heather of any importance in this matter that's what I said. I was like, let me actually scroll down to Mr. Dell here. Yeah, that was literally, it's my one and only note that I have um, for Dell for this episode. But I said, not them digging up his past yeah. about Heather. Yeah. I was like, what re- relevance, your honor? Exactly. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, it just, yeah. They they played dirty this whole episode, I must yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like this was an episode that, it, it felt like it was after the mid-season finale, which we knew it wasn't, like the, the mid-season premiere, because it was like, you've yeah. been off us for a couple months. Here's a reminder. Here's what you missed on Glee. Yeah, very, very <laughs> much so. 
Yes. And you could just get like three exactly. seasons of exposition just from this one yeah. episode. Exactly. It was giving. Yeah, very much that. Objection! My Elwes was coming out. <laughs> I just, which I'm so surprised, but I feel like it was my first time really watching it all the way through. It's like one of those movies that I felt like I always have caught in clips. And because of that, I was just like, yeah, Legally Blunt, like I know it, like I know the quotes and stuff, but like seeing it sequentially makes you get it. And I I just did that like on, on Saturday and I was like, oh, this is, and like, and then I know the musical, you know what I mean? It's just like, but like, yeah, I don't know if I had ever like intentionally sat down and watched the film beginning to end. And I got to do that. And I was just like, iconic. It's so good. Have you seen the second one beginning to end? Probably not. I haven't. I haven't. I knew it existed though. Cause is it, it's not Reese it, or is it? No, it is. It she is. Did, oh, she did. Yeah. They have like more that were straight to DVD. Gotcha. But uh, no, that one, it's good. It's, I just looked at that because I feel like it's Kate Burton, but it wasn't. Okay. Um, Cause I always am surprised. Um, of course, you know, me, me and names, I know faces very well though, but she's the woman, very beautiful who plays the uh, woman in obsessed, who is obsessed with Idris Elba's character, the movie with Beyonce. She plays the, the character that, uh, that Elle is defending. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Brooke she's Wyndham. like, what's her name? Brooke Wyndham. That's Brooke. her character's name. Oh, her her character's name. Iconic. Also very iconic. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, stunning. In Legally Blonde 2, who I thought was um, Kate Burton, is Sally Field. Like, in oh. the back of my mind. It's a, Get similar, out. it's a character that Kate Burton could play. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were both went in for it. Right. And it was really yeah. cool to see like all the iconic actors. I say they're iconic as I struggle to remember their names, but the captain that we know and love from Titanic, as well as um, what's what's her name? So are they officially married or just together? Um, American Horror Story uh, poster, baby, child, woman. Um, uh, Jessica Lange. No, not Holland Jessica. Taylor. Holland Taylor. Holland Taylor. Holland Taylor. Who plays the? Uh, the um the professor teacher the professor who is she dating she's dating sarah paulson sarah paulson yes iconic you were talking about the captain from titanic am i about to blow your mind when i tell you that he's the original um oh my god what's his name i feel you joanna you are he played him on broadway original yeah angela lansbury len cario version yeah 1970 whatever he's the original young man whatever what is that character get the heck out of here victor garber he's a big broadway victor garber yes pretty iconic he also is in the brandy cinderella he's the king yes he is the Mm -hmm. king and like that's what i i feel like was my first that and titanic were my first like introductions to him like as a child and then as i got older i started to realize like how much like more iconic he is and He's even played, um, who did he play on Power? Like there's someone that um, in one of the political campaigns, um, a very important character on Power. And just like, he just like continues to like work and slay. Anthony, that's the name in Sweeney Todd. Anthony, yeah. I didn't think of the character's name either. Okay, wow, I did not know. You did blow my mind, Sam. Wow. Oh, wait, he was in the original Merrily We Roll Along? What? Oh, he's a an assassin. Musical theater baby. Yeah. I knew he was a little night wow. music 2005. Wow. Holly's 2007. I did know that. 
it really amazes me like how long people have like been working mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when you think about like the span of their career I'm always like sheesh yeah anyway he wasn't even on this show but your right. listeners um if you have not <laughs> looked into Victor Garber just give that give that do a yourself Google a favor yeah be uh pleasantly surprised with all of it yes please do yeah Back to 321, Pete's lawyer is a shark. Child. Like I said, I felt like all the lawyers were like very, yeah. She was this close to being my guest star. I know. <laughs> because she's someone else who like, you know, we see time and time again and who like always slays. But yeah, she was not playing around. She wasn't. Yeah. She wasn't. She wasn't here for any of it. She was going to get her Mm-mm. client, get her client, his baby back. Slash sure was. <laughs> I really liked slash agreed when Addison was like, there's no losing for us in this. Like, why are you talking about if we lose? Yeah. And first yeah. he was like, when I lose, I, I, I. And he's like, oh, Addison. And yeah. Kept saying we, it's a we, you're not alone in this. Another minor foreshadowing moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and I think that those times when we would, like, be outside of the courtroom and then would have those scenes with Addison and Pete is when we really got to, like, see his, like, motivations and intentions. Yeah. And I was just like, uh-oh, Pete, time to do a heart check. I know. <laughs> yeah. Don't make us. Yeah. Don't make us sad. Yeah, Pete, time to do a heart check. Check that heart. Right. Sheldon saying that treating Violet would be a breach of ethics. <laughs> wow, someone actually going by a code of ethics in this universe. Right. How about it? Because nobody else seems to be paying attention to that but you, Sheldon. <laughs> yeah. And the way he said it, too, was just like, isn't that, like, the right thing to do? <laughs> yeah. He's like, isn't that obvious? Right. Oh. And everyone's, like, <laughs> bending and breaking the rules. <laughs> Oh, I love him. I got really excited when they called Amelia as an expert witness. How about it? Mm-hmm. And even even more excited and hilarious when like Pete was mad about it. He was like, You've been out of med school for like five minutes. I was like, Ooh, he's we're really hitting below the belt. Oh yeah. And she was like, I'm board certified. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I was impressed. I was like, come on. I, I literally think I have that. The, the one and only note I have for Amelia. I said, yes, expert witness. Again, yeah. a term I wouldn't have known without high school mock trial. But <laughs> I wouldn't have known it without law and order. Yeah. So there's my Girl. education. <laughs> All you need in life is high school mock trial and law and order to oh, yeah. get by the justice system. Yeah. But Yeah. I have Charlotte notes, but I don't want to get ahead. I feel like you have more notes than me, and I'm almost done with my notes. Girl, I mean, I was just like, I'd be taking notes. I don't want to hog up all the time. Who are you going to go to next? Charlotte saying that Violet hates babies. I hate babies. Charlotte hates babies. And then she realized that she messed up in that moment. I said, wow, 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 wow is a good moment from Katie Strickland. So good. And it was so good and, like, so subtle that it was almost as if, like, you could almost miss it in mm-hmm. the way she like played it off and because <laughs> I don't think I think it briefly cut to it, it cut to Violet to sh- show her reaction but like the way it happened was like so subtly that it was just like we almost like did like you almost didn't think twice about it 
but that's the one and only note that I have for her as well. I said in quotes, I was like, Charlotte, I mean, Violet hates babies with yeah. the skull emoji. And I could see I that like, being like a joke that they tell each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which it makes it even more funny that it's just like, girl, you slipped up at the wrong time. Exactly. And she turns yeah. to the judge and she says something like, but she's a wonderful mother. She loves her baby. Just she hates all the other babies. <laughs> she tried. She tried to cover it up. And then, of course, Cooper rubbing it in after. I was just like, okay, she didn't mean to. That was funny. (laughs) Because, I mean, it's a funny joke, especially considering, like, how Violet presented post, you know, partum. So, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. Do you have anything more for Charlotte? No, that's literally it. Okay. I was appalled, shocked and appalled that they Uh brought up Violet's choice to keep Lucas along with her previous pregnancies and those abortions that was out of pocket yeah because I was like yeah go ahead go ahead no I was it was that was like the the, the full statement I was like yeah yeah (laughs) just because I was I was like speechless and I was just like wow and that's when I was like it was like every time we got got lower Michelle Obama when we go low these lawyers when they went low they went lower they were like yeah I, when I thought it couldn't get any worse it did and I was just like okay like to the point there were several times throughout this episode that I was like I wish I had like you know a law school book or something because I was like are you even allowed to do this because I felt like they were like stepping outside of yeah. the bounds of the law but I th- yeah. I was also thinking that again with the ethics that Sheldon so masterfully brought up yes he did with I think because in my seat, in my little couch, Ikea couch, sitting here with my laptop, mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, objection, relevance, objection, baiting the witness. But I think that because it wasn't their client, it was a witness mm-hmm. and not an expert witness. And like, just not just a character witness, but just a character witness. That right. They didn't have, like, they don't have anything at stake if it doesn't say anything about Violet or Pete's ability to parent they're gonna let that patient be torn to shreds patient look at me they're gonna let that um witness be torn to shreds that makes sense that makes sense and they did like I felt like at one point they got everybody where it hurt a little oh Um, yeah but yeah that's that's when I really felt for Violet because it's just like you know yeah, I just don't yeah. understand what Violet's previous abortions have to do with her current ability to parent. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And I was just like, that's when I was just like, oh, they they will literally like pick at anything to, yeah, because it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's like she's she's fighting for her child now, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's just, it doesn't disregard her right to do that this now. Exactly. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. And when the question is first brought, the camera work from Violet to Naomi to Addison was so good. Wow. Yeah. I I really, that was something I took note of for once, y'all. I had miscellaneous and that was one of my notes. I was like, this episode is shot so much differently, particularly in the lobby scenes. Anytime we were like outside of the courtroom. I like love the like I feel like I notice that every once in a while in Grey's too like if the camera's like a little shaky mm-hmm. to like show the chaos I like love it and this is like I thought it was like a really great addition yeah good job yeah. Eric Stoltz yeah it's Mr. Stoltz when they were in 
therapy. We can move to the therapy section if you want. Mm, sure, sure. The fact that I don't have her actual character name and I literally just have Tracy. Same. I, 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 yeah. I think, I don't even know if they told us. Right. Did Violet say doctor? So probably upon like the entrance, greeting her and only then, because I told you I'd be missing the names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they're having that moment of her helping her have the realization that she chose Lucas over herself in that moment. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that felt like real therapy to, yeah. <laughs> to me in that moment. <laughs> Cause it's like, that's exactly how it is. It, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that she wouldn't let her get her, get around that. And I, I had made a note or something somewhere. I think it was under Violet. Just about like how difficult it can be to like, to, to have to recall something traumatic that happened to you step by step. And it's, you know, and that's very difficult. And seeing her like, not force her, but guide her in doing that was just, it was like painful, but also like very beautiful because it's like, you know, that that's what Violet has to do to like get her real breakthrough. But um, yeah. yeah, those are beautiful scenes. Yeah. And I like was very emotional when, <laughs> when Violet had had her realization and had her release that she did all those times um, put Lucas first and um and it's and it's like I guess that, that's what therapy does for you um but therapy done correctly not by someone in your office and not come as on Tracy Ellis Ross says shrinking yourself come on that part that part and it, you think that like some of the like that that realization would be like so obvious it's like oh of course I did all of these things with my son in mind first but it's yeah. just like when you're when you're going through it's not like those things aren't as a parent but it was really beautiful I I'm sure I'm not the only one who thought that when Violet called Naomi that she was calling Tracy Ellis Ross (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely yeah I didn't know who I thought was gonna like walk through that door but Audra stepped in in that beautiful blue that like somehow matched like the tone of like the courtroom like the like the cool tones in the room and I just thought that she looked really stunning I always think she looks stunning but yeah I was like come on blue turtleneck we were talking last last week last time we recorded about how good Mm -hmm. she looks in blue and how often she's wearing blue yes yes I I wonder like if that was an intentional choice in the wardrobe department but it's working yeah my last note for the trial before miscellaneous and please take it away is um Mm -hmm the look that Pete gives Addison when he's done testifying mm-hmm. is so good because you can tell that he was like, Oh yeah, I do really need to check my heart. Mm-hmm. I need to check that heart out. Yeah. <laughs> heart. Which he did, yeah. which he did because it was getting like, it got very messy to the point that when Violet attacked Addison about uh, who told the lawyers about her past abortions that had me scratching yeah. my head like yeah I was like did I miss something like who was it like who was it and it never occurred to me that it was Pete so when Addison confronted Pete in that scene I was like oh no Pete like really 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 below the belt like and because I feel like in other like situations with the characters like Pete is kind of always like the presents himself as like the voice of reason like the person like the peacemaker so for him to just kind of like 
go low, like to go the opposite of what Michelle Obama said to go. Mm-hmm. It's very shocking. And so, and then his response that you already commented on earlier, like the like lack of remorse about it was like even more like, what? And I had to think about it because I forgot that it, I had to think on it and remember that it was only the three of those women in that room. Yeah. And they were saying that they'd never told anyone this before. Yeah. There were only those three options of who it could be. That's terrifying. Yeah, exactly. That's very, really, just really hurtful. Yeah. 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 I would have, I mean, oh. my relationship history is non-existent, but I would have broken up with Pete right Same. then and there saying, if I can't trust you to keep these things in confidence, then I can't trust you to do anything else. Honestly, yeah, exactly. And it like should have been a red flag to Addison too. Like if you do this to the mother of your child, like, what would you do to me? Exactly. Yeah. And what are you going to tell Lucas when he grows up? I've been thinking that I was going to put that as a note. Excellent question too. Cause I, in the midst of all of this, like this is all for Lucas, right? At the end of the day. And it's like, I, that never occurred to me. Like, you know, what is he, <laughs> what is he going to think when you all tell him the story of this case one day? And it's like, when you put it in that perspective, even if Pete would have thought about that before doing Violet dirty in this yeah. case, I feel like it would have changed a lot of his his steps. I agree. I'm all done yeah. till miscellaneous, so lay yes. it on me. Give it all. Girl, I mean, what do I have that won't, like, bore the listeners to sleep? I don't think they're ever going to be bored. I ah! really just going to, like, right now. Right. They're probably like, this, don't look. I'm going to speed through them. What do I have for Violet? I said I love seeing therapists in therapy. Yeah. Um, I already said how it can be so painful to recall things step by step. I said, Violet is asking Pete the real questions when she came to his door. And she's like, are you still in love with me? I was like, yeah. yes, girl, ask the questions. And then Violet, and then um, Addison sits down on the stairs waiting for the answer. Yes, I was weak. I was weak. And I was just like, I really hope that this is a revealing moment that Addison realizes that, like, girl, you ain't really the one. And, like, it turns out that it was a revealing moment for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I said... Oh, I'm trying to, oh, I said not this bathroom threat to Addison when Violet, I had never really seen Violet get bucked like that in the bathroom. So when she did that, when they were washing their hands, I was like, ooh, Violet. I was like, she's really, the mama bear is here. Um, <laughs> what else? I said, I'm so glad Violet did the work so that she could articulate why she deserves a chance to mother her child. Mm-hmm. I thought that like that courtroom scene was like that monologue that she delivered was like, it hit a lot of the nails on the head. And then I said, Violet came dressed to win with this sheer collar that I already mentioned. Listeners <laughs> clearly can't get over the collar. It was good. Down. It was good. She looked, she looked good this whole episode, I will say, in the midst of her turmoil. But um, let me speak through Pete. I said, Pete is really putting his foot down. Pete is trying to convince himself that he doesn't love Violet, but of course he does. And I said, not Pete playing dirty. A lot of this is repeat listeners, so I apologize. And then I said, how are you going to tell Addison to mind her own business when he asked her to do all of this for his child? His in all caps. Like, sir, like, oh, so now you want me to pipe down and be quiet, but it's like, you weren't telling me to be quiet when you wanted me to get up on the stand and be quote unquote honest, not nice. You know what I mean? Or co your to child. Be like, right. Come on. Yeah. I was really sick of Pete by that point. (laughs) And then I think very early on, I was like, I wish there was a way that Addison could stay out of this. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like, and of course she's just a good person and like, you know, has the maternal instincts in her, but I think she could have saved herself a lot of heartache in the end. And like, 
I just think about all of her relationships that have been affected just by her like kind of like stepping up and like taking on this role and I was just like like watching it unfold I was just like girl just like back away and then I said of course how they came for Addison on the stand and then um I don't even know what I meant by this but I said Addison said next oh uh, when she was on the stand oh yeah when like, she had to was just right she was like next question please mm-hmm. I was like I know that's right girl what else I think I put my finger on why it's so hard for me to watch this episode and like why? listen l- listeners who are longtime watchers of private practice will be like this is not that like there are much worse things to come mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of soon and anyway, um, oh, you yeah. know that video from 2007 when Britney Spears shaved her head and the paparazzi were really mean to her? And the guy, yes, the person got on and he goes, leave Britney alone. Yes, yes. That's what I feel like when I watch this episode because I'm like, don't be oh. mean to Violet. Don't be mean to Del. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, that uh, that's yeah. <laughs> that leave is rating. Addison alone. Leave it was it was just like that's why it's so hard to watch because it's literally just like an attack on all of the characters you know as their people like all of their choices right not it is a shame professionally not even and it's because it's has a lot to do with things that like were traumatic events to them That is just like, how dare you like bring this up? And it's they just have like, nothing to do with the situation at hand. They really don't. Like everything from the Dell and Heather thing and even Violet's past abortions. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Girl, that's it really. I said, oh, Sheldon, when he was like, it's a funny story actually, when he was on the stand, <laughs> like about to explain it. I don't know why. I did love that part. <laughs> he was, he was great comic relief, I felt, as a witness. Mm-hmm. Um Girl, yeah. I mean, that's it. I could go on for days. I really enjoyed. The, I really enjoyed the episode, listeners. As you could see, very impactful. Yeah, leave them alone. And of course, that person has been proven correct. Like Britney Spears was in the middle of a rightful right. mental health crisis. He knew. Yeah, you could see it. Yeah, yeah. I only have two miscellaneous miscellaneous miscellany. Yes. Yeah. What's uh? Yeah, I don't know what the plural yeah, is. I don't know. <laughs> this episode is so interesting because it's essentially a bottle episode, and listeners, a bottle episode is an episode that is shot like in one place, separate from where it normally is, and it's like a different story that is kind of just put in to this season in some place where it doesn't really move the plot along. Like there's right. an episode that people talk about all the time in Seinfeld where they're in the parking lot and there's a couple in Grey's Anatomy. One is when, um, I think it's Arizona, but don't quote me, um, when it might be Joe. I think it's Joe, Arizona, and Bailey when they go to mm-hmm. the prison to help that girl have her baby. That's a bottle episode. But this is this is essentially a bottle episode because it doesn't take place in the co-op but it's not a bottle episode because it's in so many locations mm-hmm. and it does move the plot along. So it was it interesting does. to me. I also was confused about the sequence of events in the episode. We get to the bottom of it all eventually, but it seemed mm-hmm. like Addison did her testimony very early on when in reality we see that it was very late. 
And yes, uh-huh. it was all just kind of very all over the place, not mm-hmm. in like a bad way because the reasons for the things being where they were were made clear to us. But I was just mm-hmm. confused about like the ABC of it all. I that that makes sense. Huh, ABC it aired on ABC. Ah! Yeah, ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. Come on, song structure. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> No, that makes sense, Sam. I think, yeah, in the in the sequence of it all, because uh, if anything, it actually hearing you talk about it like that, um, this episode was very like this is us. It was giving like very much of a, a this is us yeah. structure, yeah. and like we're gonna like show you this part and this part, and we're not gonna tell you how it fits together until the end with like a bunch of flashbacks in between. So it's like, yeah, I, that that makes sense. It was like. I think it was that somebody can feel like it was kind of jerking you around in that way. Yeah. And then I feel like for me, I was just like, oh, it made me want to like lean in more. Cause I was just like, okay, well then like, then what? Cause there was times where I had questions throughout, like that were later answered. There is, I think there was something, sorry, are we supposed to be on miscellaneous? And I'm like jumping back to Cooper, no, but do. I was like, what one time when I w- was confused, I was like, what did Cooper say that made Violet run to the bathroom? Like when they showed that they showed, Violet running to the bathroom, but they hadn't shown Cooper on the stand mm-hmm. yet or hadn't shown what he said that made Violet so upset. Yeah. And I was just like, what did he do? And at first I was like, are they just going to like leave that out in the open? And then they like later showed it. Yeah. But I was like, they waited like a half hour to do that. <laughs> and then they also showed after, I'm assuming after she came out of the bathroom and she's on the stairs outside with Naomi. Yeah. So yeah. It was all at least in This Is Us, like, the people are all of different ages, and they do such a good job with Mandy Moore's makeup of showing yes. the age. Um, I right. know that I said we'll talk about it, but seeing as it's nearly midnight your time, we're not going to do yes. it. Dear listeners, I'm will. caught up we on will. This Is Us now, and I love yeah. this season. Um, the one thing that I really hope that they hit on being a um, tra- traumatized millennial myself is where they all were on 9-11 and I feel like they have to hit that mm. because I was looking up because I feel like the kids were born in like the 70s which they weren't but right I, but but then like you see Rebecca as a young girl and it's the 60s 50s and right so 9-11 was after Jack died right I think like right I don't know I kind of mm, what if it's on Beth and Randall's wedding day? Because we Ooh. haven't seen them get married yet, right? I just gave myself chills. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> Any more um misks? Stray notes. Just so it seemed to be the universal question throughout the episode, how did we get here? Yeah. That's it. I said the judge is ruining everything because after all that, <laughs> he was the last person that I thought I know would like, you know. Um, but yeah, that was it. I said, what a jam-packed episode. Yeah. 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 I also meant to touch on in the last episode, it was called Second mm-hmm. Choices. Oh, okay. And I thought that it was really apt for the Cooper situation and oh yeah, Lucas being first choice in everyone's mind. But like, what are you willing to do for that? Also, I might cut this part. I'll think about it. But we've just been, like, I feel like the entire series has been circling around first Violet's pregnancy and then the baby in, like, who is the dad and then the Katie of it all. And now Mm -hmm. this. And it just feels like for two complete seasons, 
<laughs> it's just been about, and then before that, even Violet sleeping with both Sheldon and Pete. And it just, mm-hmm. I'm not sick of it because I love Lucas and I think that he brings something really wonderful to the show and he continues to. Mm-hmm. But it just is like, not that I want more of Addison and Naomi fighting because dear Lord knows that I don't. But like, I also mm-hmm. think it's because I know what's coming next. Just feels mm-hmm. like a lot of it just has to do with this. Yeah, Am I no. Wording that no. correctly? It it does. Yeah. 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 It's I definitely would say that it has been a huge chunk yes. of the the focus. Yeah, it feels like it's I I will say and I hate to be like dragged out because I do feel like that they've, you know, they've tackled it in like, you know, cute little chunks that have made it not been like, exactly. "Oh my god," but but I do feel like Okay, I'm ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> this chapter to close. I'm ready for us. When you're yeah. watching it like we've been watching it and dissecting it mm-hmm. the way that we have, it really is just like Yeah. Con- like okay. I think that yeah. might have been part of the reason that we were so excited for Amelia to come in. It's like, "Oh, fresh blood." Yeah, absolutely, cuz it was get like even even in this kind of like even when I think about like the rut that Charlotte and Cooper's relationship has been and even with them being back together it's so like cyclical in a sense that it's like okay y'all exactly that's it that's it okay at this point y'all either have to get married or cut it out because I can't take it anymore yeah exactly which is also kind of how I feel with Sam and Addison at the moment that too yeah I'm kind of sick of them too yeah (laughs) it's like okay people have to start making choices because it's getting it's getting repetitive yeah 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 (laughs) Sam, what's your style? <laughs> well, since you asked, <laughs> Cooper at the very end of the episode has on this black plaid shiny jacket, like a shiny plaid, and a mm. bluebell color polka dot shirt, and then a diagonal mm. striped thick tie. And it's three different, very different patterns. And the tie brings it all together. But, oh, 2010, you are something else. (laughs) What a time. What a time. Yes. Uh, Love a suit jacket, though. (laughs) Can you tell me about our guest star spotlight? I have no idea who it could be. Oh, I wonder who it could be. Only someone that I probably name dropped a trillion times. But our guest star spotlight is none other than the incredible, the impeccable, iconic Tracy Ellis. Rocks! Snaps, snaps, snaps. Going with Legally Blonde. Snaps. Yes. <laughs> yes. Keeping in the theme. She was, and I'm just now discovering this in real time, was born on the same day as my mother, listeners, October 29th, Ooh. 1972, in Los Angeles, California. We also have the same middle name and are the same height. Are we related? Oh. Um, no. No. <laughs> her name is Tracy Joy Silberstein. That's her birth name. Or Silber- it's probably Silberstein, right? That makes more sense. Um, oh, either she's way. She's 5'7". Yeah, either way. I had no idea. Um, Member of the tribe. Yeah. How about it? Right? Like, incredible. And as the listeners probably know, she's a a known actress, producer, and mostly known for her role on Girlfriends, Blackish, and Read Between the Lines. Her parents are iconically, um, Diana Ross is her mother, and her relatives, um, her half-sibling is Evan Ross, who is Ashley Simpson's husband, and he is also um, a very talented actor, I must say, as well. Um, But a little bit more about Miss Tracy. As I mentioned, she's the daughter of Diana Ross 
and Robert Ellis Silverstein, Silverstein, however it's pronounced, listeners, I apologize, but that's about her. She worked as a fashion editor for Mirabella in New York Magazine. She's a graduate of Brown University, and uh, she starred in the iconic sitcom Girlfriends um, that I also binged over quarantine and was excellent, I must say. I encourage everyone to do so. That's what's next um, up after I finish New Girl, which is it? Oh, kind of a while, but... You won't regret it. I also have to watch New Girl. So much to watch. So much. So much. Oh, so much. Um, she was the first African American actress in 34 years to win the Best Actress Golden Globe in a TV comedy for Blackish in 2014. Um, and and Debbie Allen, actually another Shondaland universe icon, in 1983, she won for her role in Fame. So, so it was it's between kind of, the two of them. That yeah. Isn't that crazy? That gap. I mean, two deserving performances, but like... Very much so. 90s. Yeah. Crazy. She does not consume stimulants such as coffee, chocolate, or sugar. Bless her. Tracy, that's that's where we, 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 we part in our, in our similarities. <laughs> I guess she wouldn't have those uh, salt and vinegar chips or the goldfish. Right. Exactly. We got different palates. Yeah, definitely not um, related. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Her favorite country to visit is Italy. We're coming back to the similarities. Not that I've visited, but I would I would like to, and I'd imagine it would be my favorite. How is she going to go to Italy without eating gelato? That's what I'm saying. Like, what is she going to eat over there, girl? Because I'm sure they have good coffee, too, in yeah. Italy, I would imagine. But, yes, that is about it on Miss Tracy Ellis Ross. She's won many awards, NAACP awards, as I mentioned, Emmy awards. Um, but she's all around an icon, and I was very excited to see her in this episode. Speaking of, you're not going to bring it up yourself, but you got honored at an NAACP thing recently, didn't you? Oh, good girl, I emceed uh, the most recent uh, NAACP banquet for the Greensburg Jeanette Branch uh, organization I grew up in, and in the youth council and in the youth choir. So I emceed, but my mother and my brother, they were honored um, for community awards and scholarship awards, so... Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. Mazel tov. Oh, thanks, girl. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Trivia. Yes, trivia. This episode scored 7.78 million viewers. On par. Oh, wow. Okay. Now we have another who played one on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, great. Caroline Aaron, who plays Stephanie Gibson, who is uh, Violet's attorney, mm-hmm. also played Connie Williams in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. This is the season four episode where she had to have her tongue removed because of cancer. And she tells her best friends everything that they, she never said to them before. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. I vaguely remember. Yeah. Well, every time we do these, it just makes me be like, oh, I need to rewatch again. <laughs> well, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Always. So she tells her best friends everything and like, and it's not nice. And then she goes, oh, yeah. Can't talk anymore. And her best friends tell her everything. Mm. Well, wow. That's crazy. John Cothran Jr., who plays Judge Albert Longmuir, also mm-hmm. played Ken Monroe in two episodes of Grey's Anatomy. That is wow. Journey Smollett's dad when she oh. was in the brain cancer clin- clinical trial. And I just watched that. They, I think they played it as a re- they played it yes. recently as one of the throwbacks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes. Cool. 
he also is, has had an incredible career. He's one of those people who I see and I just, I know that it's going to be a good thing if he's, if he's, wow. and last, but certainly not least Francis Fisher, who plays Ruby Broom, who is Pete's attorney also played Betty Johnson in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Did I almost read that as Betsy Johnson? You bet I did. <laughs> That's who my brain thought Yes, of. and that is the mom in the car accident, also George, mm-hmm. super early, mm-hmm. where the daughter's pregnant and the dad, I think they call him Big Daddy or Big Papa or something, and okay. it's the Mercy West intern hit them because he fell asleep at the wheel. Oh, okay. I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering. I, I just watched yeah. this, this episode last week, so it was fresh in the brain. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. To kick off Melissa's musings, I have two questions for you that I was musing on myself. Yes. Who do you want to see Addison end up with at this point? <laughs> this is tough. I sprung it on you. So you did. I put myself in your shoes and I was thinking yeah. if I had never seen this before, what would I want? Mm-hmm. I think I would want her with Sam. Yeah, I would I I think so too. I and it's so unfortunate, like, you know, their circumstance because of Naomi. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like that's where their their heart is. And like I said, I deep down I feel like Pete's heart is with Violet, oh, even yeah. if he's not at a place that he can't say it yet. So yeah. Yeah, I think that I would want to see Addison happy. And, like, I think part of me just, like, wants to see what that would look like, what her and Sam together doing life together would be like. Uh-huh. Um, like a, a so, good, yeah. For, like a good chance. Like, yeah, say, give it a good shot. A good shot, yeah. A sh- yeah. A sh- clean yeah. shot. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're both deserving of that to, like, you know, give it a try. So, yeah, yeah that's what I would say. And my second question is, do you want Charlotte to be with Cooper or Sheldon at this point? Oh, I love Sheldon so much. I'm torn because I think up until this point, I think up until like Sheldon shot his shot, I was like team Cooper all the way. But part of me is kind of like, does, you know, maybe Charlotte deserves Sheldon. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I just, I was just really proud of the way he kind of like, stepped up to the plate and it was just like I can give you that like his little his little mini monologue about like being the better man I was really here for it so I mean again like I've been like standing Charlotte and Cooper and like rooting for them this whole time but like similar yeah (laughs) or Cooper reborn but similarly to Addison and Sam I think part of me like kind of would want to see what it would look like Sheldon and Charlotte really giving it like a good shot but then again, I feel like it's like kind of a reach. Like I feel like it's always it's gonna be like one of those things like with like Derek and um Meredith that like, you know, it was always it was always you. It was always <laughs> I don't think that was a quote, direct quote from anyone in, in Grace. I think that might have been a direct quote from like Twilight. Um I can I can see it somewhere. I've never seen Twilight, but it's from something. So, so, somebody says it's from something. Someone's like it was it's always for you. So I feel like or something. Yeah, some some like dramatic rom com yeah. or something. But so yeah, that's how I feel. But yeah, but I've I've loved seeing you know Charlotte and Sheldon play. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any more musings for us? Oh, no more musings. I was thrilled to hear Maya's name mentioned after all this time 
How about it? I know. Where has she been? Pregnant, I guess. True. We hear she's eight months pregnant. We yes. hear she has a, did they say crib or bassinet? Either way, there's a place for the young one to sleep, but that's all. Yes. Yeah, that's about it. Sam has bought one baseball hat. Right. Plenty of things that Naomi can buy and yeah. step up to the plate as grandma. Do you have <laughs> any musings about Miss Maya, Sir Fillmore Dink? Oh, wow. I, I Every time I'm reminded that they're 15 years old, I'm always just like, I'm very interested to see how like marriage is going to play out like in high school yeah. with a baby. Not only just like marriage, but like a whole baby. Um, so very interested to see what life is going to look like for them. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think there's hope to be had, especially now that Naomi is like, I feel like she's kind of coming out of it like Violet did too. Like mm-hmm. now she's like, okay, even that moment that was really beautiful too when she told Violet to fight for the both of us. She's ready now, I feel, to like, you know, be the mom that she's supposed to be for Maya. So I think that now with both parents' support, they have a better, you know, chance. So I like that. Yeah. Alrighty. And rating MVP? Or do you have more musings for me? I honestly don't. It was just like a very like succinct. Violet's relationships will be redefined. She'll continue to prove herself with Lucas. So, but that's kind of a given. Yeah. <laughs> but my rating for this episode was no Aaliyah, but rock the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I said, because friendships are being tested and alliances are being formed and it's proving out to be the perfect storm with this custody case playing out. So we have like Addison and Naomi, they're still on the rocks. Um, and, and then Addison is in support of Pete. Um, and then Amelia hit the stand, but I was like, but Amelia is Addison's ex-sister-in-law. A lot of like choosing sides happening, which is like causing the rocking. I'm rocking back and forth physically, listeners. <laughs> There's so many beach things happening. I love it. There are, <laughs> A lot of lot of water water themes happening here. Sam loves Addison, but can't support Violet because of it. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It was very much giving like you know, crossing of lines. Yeah. Um, so that that's my rating. I love that. Mine is mm-hmm. similar but different. Okay. Okay. I had to look up what the ride was called, but it's called the Roundup at a seaside country fair. It's the one where it's a big circle and you stand in I love the round oh my god we are not the same <laughs> oh you hate it oh well like after eating or something it's yeah no. it can be rough <laughs> so you're you're standing up and you're strapped in and it goes mm-hmm. you 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 yeah <laughs> I don't know if I could do it now but when I was younger I lived for it I could I could see that I could see that I can't even do the teacups oh girl yeah, there's a lot that I don't think I could do anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's dizzying and uncomfortable, and you can't. Yeah, get off. that's how I oh, feel. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I want it to be over. Yes, <laughs> which is how I felt about the episode. Understandably, dizzying, uncomfortable, and you can't get off. Understandably, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's your MVP? Oh, my MVP. After all of this, gosh, who is my MVP? I think I have to give it to Violet. I know that sounds so obvious, but like, I just love seeing her journey. I love seeing her in therapy. I love that we got to see, uh, get a glimpse of her doing the work, yeah. as she said. And like, 
getting to see her like triumph in that even though like the um what do you call it um the ruling wasn't in her favor exactly like she said like it's a step and it's like if anything it's an opportunity for her to prove to Pete everybody else that like that she can be a good mother you know if just given the chance so I I'm really proud of how she like you know she came on top in this episode to me yeah mine is Naomi yes for being there for Violet and trying to mend Mm. things with Maya and Sam and maybe Addison yes yes that's a good one yeah Naomi did a lot of a lot of subtle inner work in this one too. she did she did she's been working on herself as well mm-hmm yep mm-hmm. absolutely credits since it's yes. oh my god I'm so sorry it's 12 15. yes girl it's I was gonna either way I was gonna yeah. like be yeah I you know me I was like I'm gonna try to like finish reading those do I'm in like my second rereading of the script like since auditioning and yeah. I was just like I have 50 pages left. That's not going to happen tonight. Now but. just I'm writing in like a, a booth in my grandpa's bar. Oh, yes, exactly. I'll just go in with that story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Feel free. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at BHAV Podcast and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor to be the first to hear future episodes. You can find me on Instagram at at Melissa Clark and on Twitter at at Melissa with three E's. And you can follow me at Samantha G. Harris on all social media. If you'd like to support Beach Houses and Babies, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and sharing with a friend. It really helps people learn about the show for real. I know we say that, but it really does. <laughs> Plus, yes. we might read your review on the podcast. And I would like to give a special thank you to Sarah, who sent us a beautiful note via DM on Instagram. Thank you, Sarah. You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash podcast. On our next episode, we'll be discussing Private Practice Season 3, Episode 22. It is available to stream on Hulu and can be purchased on iTunes, Amazon, DVD, and more. If you have thoughts you'd like to share with us on these episodes, please DM us on Instagram, like Sarah. Be like Sarah. DM us on Instagram at Podcast or email (laughs) us at bhabpodcast at gmail.com to be featured on our listener mail segment, Like Sarah. Hashtag be like Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. TGIT.